as Syrians in the diaspora, we don't get much recognition like this. No, we don't. And I, I made sure that at least if I couldn't include my Assyrian community because it was really hard mm-hmm. to try and to, to get it to fit and make it work. But I said, I'll do the next best thing and make sure the production team is full of Assyrians. Yeah. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Assyrian Podcast. You're listening to episode number 40. My name is Ninorta, and I'm your newest co-host from the hot and sunny state of Arizona. Not only do we have the amazing Grand Canyon here, but we have many Assyrians, and I'm very excited to introduce you to them all. In future episodes, we'll go through the deserts and bring you the hot Arizona heat. But in this particular episode, it's going to be a little different because I recently had a wonderful opportunity to travel to Sydney, Australia, where I met Ramos Jacob. I could hardly pass up the opportunity to sit down with this musician and producer whose work spans from Janet Jackson to many others. If this is your first episode that you're listening to on the Assyrian Podcast, welcome, Pshaneti Lohan. We deliver new episodes to you every Tuesday, so to keep up, be sure to click on the subscribe button and let others know about us. Join our email list by emailing us at info at assyrianpodcast.com. And please don't forget to review us and tell your friends. Lastly, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Tony Kalagarakos and the Injury Lawyers of Illinois and New York. If you know anyone that has been in a serious accident, please reach out to Tony. He has been recognized as a top 40 lawyer and a rising star by Super Lawyers Publication and has obtained multiple multi-million dollar awards. Tony can be reached at InjuryRights.com or at 847-982-9516. I won't hold you up any further. Here is the outgoing Ramos Jacob. You're a musician, producer, and also a set designer, right? Correct, that's right. How long have you been performing? I've been performing for the past six years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, I've been dancing since I was a kid, but nothing like. I was gonna say your videos and things like that make it seem as if you've been doing it for longer than six years. So you're you're really good with the with the dance moves and things like that. Thank (laughs) you. Yeah, most recently you were working on a project, the Made for Now music video. Can you tell us a little bit about that journey and what sparked you to create this video clip and Uh, where you are now with it? Yeah, absolutely. So that music video was inspired because I've, I've, I've been inspired by the Jacksons and, and Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson um, and my recent works have been all about like have been very humanitarian so it's mm-hmm. all about humanity it's all mm-hmm. about people culture and um, you know you see if you've seen some of my recent performances as well at the Assyrian New Year um, I was dressed in my you know cultural attire with yeah. you know the different cultures as well and the communities from Australia mm-hmm. and when she released her latest single Made For Now I saw that like I saw her embracing the African the Latin culture and 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 the message was so relevant to now it's like we're made for now we're made to live and embrace and love each other so I'm like we have that here in Australia. We are we are known for our multicultural um, diversity and mm-hmm. our, our communities. Um, the only problem is I had like this amazing idea, but to 
to get to so many dances and get to so many communities. I had to liaise with a, a, a choreographer here in Australia mm-hmm. by the name of Melanie Louise. Um, and she helped me get the numbers because we wanted to make this like a, a flash mob, right? Mm. And you know how there's all these challenges like level up, like level up yeah, challenges yeah. and, you know, all these other different challenges you see on Instagram and social media. I thought, why don't we, we try the Made For Now Australia challenge? So we put out a post asking everyone, you know, come come and join us, come and be a part of this amazing, oh, mainly dancers. And Melanie had a lot of um, connections as well in the dance community. So I sat with her and said, let's come up with this idea to amalgamate all these amazing communities together. But we only had two weeks. So it was like the dancers had to be prepared, learn choreography. And these are professional dancers as well. Like we had one week so we can send out the parts and lock people in and then one week to learn the choreography. And the reason why we had two weeks is because um, I was going to be on a TV show as well. And I had Mm -hmm. a contract that... Once that TV show starts, I couldn't release any material, any new material. So we came together, we brought the dancers together, we scouted locations. It was crazy, it was chaos. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, it was all worth it because we saw something amazing come from it where we got Janet Jackson. Yeah, and I've I've seen the video and for two weeks of work, that's pretty amazing. (laughs) It's crazy. So you produced the video. (laughs) Correct, I did, yeah. And Janet Jackson saw it. Yes, right? yes. Did you get any feedback from her? Absolutely. Like, she loved it. Um, she even said, you know, put a smile on her face. And I'm like, this is coming from an iconic, you know, artist who's just broken so many records. And everyone knows Janet and everyone knows Michael Jackson. So to get that feedback from her, like, in all honesty, Assyrians in the diaspora, we don't get much recognition like this. No, we don't. And I, I made sure that at least if I couldn't include my Assyrian community because it was really hard mm-hmm. to try and to, to get it to fit and make it work. But I said, I'll do the next best thing and make sure my, the production team is full of Assyrians. Because yeah. we've just got now Janet Jackson who has shared this link and it's got, you know, all these Assyrian names who are involved in it. And I just really wanted to make sure that people know, hey, Assyrians did that. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's really awesome. Yeah. You mentioned that you're on a TV show. Yes. Now, uh, the TV show is called All Together Now. Yes. Has All it... Together Now. <laughs> <laughs> so what are the rules of the competition? I mean, I've seen on social media just your, your, your part of singing. Yeah. How would how do they judge and yeah what so happens? Well, the the thing is this TV show it they don't show the whole story and the journey we've actually started shoot or we started the journey um, in 2017 in December so that was the first application um, mm-hmm. an online submission and then I went through two other auditions to make it to the uh, top 70 in yeah. the country wow um, and you know the great thing again is like I re- I'm really proud of my ethnicity and and you know, this being the Assyrian podcast, I thought, I, you know, I'd talk about, you know, an Assyrian um, in the music scene here in Australia. Like, it's it's so, it's, it's such a niche, mm-hmm. you know, thing to hear, an Assyrian working in the English music scene. So I, yeah, I, I got into the top 70 in, in the actual competition, and then they broke it down into 10 heats. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, seven heats, 
10 per heat um, and I performed in my heat and the whole concept is trying to get 100 judges up on their feet and mm. the top two scorers would go into a single for the grand finals so mm-hmm. I was like so close to the grand finals like I said the they didn't show the what was happening before the, the the heats but I got that close to the grand finals I got 76 judges up on their feet out of oh, 100 wow. so I was 24 off you know yeah. the 100 someone in my heat got 100 but you know like I came fourth in my heat which would yeah. probably rank me in the t- top 28 in the country if you do the the mm-hmm. maths of the competition and you know I'm so humbled and grateful with all the support I've been getting from my Syrian community and support I've been getting from just you know the Australian community as well I had so much positive feedback from everyone I was scared as hell you know going up (laughs) on that stage and everyone's like oh you were so confident no I wasn't confident but you know you do your thing because you have a passion and, and, and a love for it so I got up on the stage, I sang, and the the concept is make you got to make the judges sing along with you. That's why it's called All Together Now. Oh, okay. And if they like you, they press their buzzer and their pod lights up. So imagine 100 judges from the music industry. These aren't just Okay, so anyone. it wasn't just regular people. No, they're okay. like proper musicians, artists. Um, some of them have won, you know, like X Factor Australia. And, okay. you know, to go up there in front of them, like it, it was very nerve wracking. And then you had Ronan Keating as well. He was the captain of the 100. So, and he stood up for me, which is a great thing. That's awesome. Yeah. So even though you're not on, on the show, have you seen a positive outcome from the show? Absolutely. Like has anybody reached out to you, any of the judges? Absolutely. I've, uh, you know, connected with a lot of the judges via social media they've been supporting my stuff and vice versa as well and you know i would love to 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 tell you a bit more about a a, an opportunity i have in the states next year from this from the tv show Mm -hmm. and i probably will reach out to you again Mm -hmm. once i've confirmed everything about (laughs) but like it's massive like for me it's Again, it's like, it's just a dream come true. Awesome. So we'll look forward to hearing that. Yeah, for sure. Like part two of a Syrian podcast. Part right? two, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Then you have to come to the States. Uh, but, yeah, that's the whole point. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to be there. Yep, I'm going to be awesome. there next year. That's awesome. So I'm going to bring this up because the Kiki challenge was yeah. going, <laughs> was going Kiki. crazy. Kiki. <laughs> um, and I had my cousins in the States calling me about it. I'm like, okay, that sort of went semi-viral, didn't it? Not <laughs> semi-viral. <laughs> Everybody's been raving about that okay. that was a really fun video to watch you were you were just breaking down that was really fun yeah but let's talk about the music videos that you've produced on your youtube channel funky lady was one of your first video clips yeah. which reached over five hundred thousand views which is really really awesome that's a big achievement thank you what did that feel like and you worked with pretty cool artists on that one as I well i did i did i worked with genesis he was a finalist on australia's got talent oh okay and he was australia at that time he was the australian beatbox champion so for me that was my first like that was my introduction into the music scene mm-hmm. in australia pretty much that was done about six years ago so that's when i started in this crazy scene they call the music scene and it was like that was that was a wake-up call to say hey you know maybe i'm doing something all right maybe i should pursue this mm-hmm. you know you know a syrian community especially your parents music no but you know but then it's it, for me it's always been about community and people and and you yeah. can see it in that Janet Jackson video and you can see it in the Funky Lady video. Mm -hmm. One thing that's consistent with me is 
bringing communities together, bringing people together for a passion, whether their passion is to dance and to perform or to, to just really express themselves as artists, as dancers, as people. That's what Funky Lady did. That's what Funky Lady is all about, is being funky, is being yourself. And yet, I guess it transpired into another video clip and another video. And, and that was your, your first step into the music world. Pretty much, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> your song, Humanity, I really love this song. Thank you. That, and I mean, it's pretty much just about being a human, mm. you know? Baranashuta. Yes, Baranashuta, and being mm. there for one another. Why did you choose to create this song? After I did, I did another song called Rock Your Soul, right? And mm-hmm. it was very, all these songs that I was doing prior to the turning point under fire was like commercial. I wanted to be a pop star. I wanted to be like Justin Timberlake, oh, you okay. know? But then there was a realization, especially with what happened to our people in Iraq, Mm -hmm. that I need to make music that matters. I need to make music for people, for my people and for the people of the world as well. I wanted to become more of an artist where, you know, I really focused on humanity, focused on, you know, music that matters. That's what I call it. So humanity for me was another one of those, you know, those cathartic moments where I'm like, oh my God, I want to have like this festival of different cultures and bring them together mm-hmm. and you know just party and 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 you know have a good time that so that's what humanity means to me. It, it, it's it's me. I'm and I and I work with the Brazilian community. I work with the African communities. Mm-hmm. I work with the Filipino communities, and you see them all in. Mm-hmm. They're uh, all in the videos. And yeah. They're all in the videos. So that's me bringing my families, my other families, you know, mm-hmm. um, into a project and and embracing something beautiful, which we call humanity. You mentioned Under Fire, which is another song. Yes. What was the story behind that song and that video clip as well? I'm gonna tell something about this video clip all right and i haven't told many people about this okay so um, we get the exclusive yes you do <laughs> you know when i heard i'm getting a bit emotional now about um what happened in iraq that was again that was one of the biggest turning points for me especially for my people to see them suffer and to see them go through those ordeals when isis was coming in mm-hmm. and and destroying you know destroying their lives especially because of my ties in iraq with with my family and i know i haven't been there but my dream is to go there mm-hmm. one day but we have family we have even land over there that my family owns it was a wake-up call for me to say i have to do something i have to do so i have to spread the word i have to send out a message especially with music like now that i've got a platform here in australia where people actually take me serious as an artist i want to send a message out there and i wanted to do a video clip but not just any video clip i wanted cgi i wanted to go into like nineveh and and show people this is my culture this is my people and this is being destroyed by mm-hmm. you know there's atrocities happening and it's being destroyed by you know terrorist regimes and, and yeah. stuff like that so but I, I didn't have the funding and you know some people like to ask for sponsors some people like to some people like to I don't know raise money in their own ways I, I just didn't have much time I just wanted to get the message out there so mm-hmm. I sold my car to pay for that video clip Wow. And I haven't told this to, to many people, you know, so I'm, 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 you know, I just thought I had to do something. And this is a message that I want to convey to my Assyrian community and, and the Shamane of Assyrian podcast. Sometimes we got to make sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we got to, you know, just it's not about a, a pride thing. It's not about any of that. It's about, you know, when our people are in need, we have to go to the extremes. We have to go to the, the lengths of, of making sacrifices so that, you know, the people's voices are heard. So that was what I did. That was 
perfect. And, and with the music video came all this amazing CGI and paid for my dances and uh, and we went to an amazing set. And yeah, we just worked on it until it was like we were at a really happy point. And then the proceeds I donated to Asira at that mm-hmm. time as well. And uh, I love Asira. Massive shout out to them. I've, I've worked with them on countless projects and, and they're just amazing. Young crew who just are so... Umtanai, etanai, everything, you know. I just love being around people, Assyrians like that. And that's beautiful. Wow, you sold your car. Yeah. Wow, to, to, to <laughs> make a, spread a message about Assyrians, that's amazing. If mom, if you hear that, I'm sorry, huh? <laughs> she always used to say, you know, mom and dad, they're always on my case. Where's your money going? I'm like, oh, well, music yeah, video. And that's even more amazing that you donated the proceeds to Assyro, which is the Assyrian Church of the East Relief Organization. So that's really amazing. You had another song, which was Conquer All. Mm -hmm. What was that song about? Yes. Okay. So I was performing for Reshet Atoraya, Assyrian Mm -hmm. New Year, 1st of April at the Assyrian Showgrounds. I thought, you know what? I want to do a song, a very patriotic song. So I've done a song about spreading this message about Assyrians and the atrocities happening to them. But Mm -hmm. hang on. I'm like, there's an internal issue. Mm-hmm. with our community with our nation and my that message was i thought what better moment what better platform than a Syrian New Year to that message? What what when you think of conquer all, what does that mean? It means that you overcome, you you conquer, you take over, you you know, you just excel, you succeed. If you listen to the lyrics of that song, it's mm-hmm. all about coming together, you know, because we as a nation need to come together. Mm-hmm. Again, we need to put aside our pride, our arrogance, our all these things and just say, you know, let's we need to do this. It's now or never, you know, and these are again, these are the lyrics in the song. And I I used one of my friends as well. She's a special makeup artist. She does special makeup. Yeah, special effects makeup. And she transformed me into Gilgamesh. So what better, like an iconic figure telling everyone, hey, it's time, you know, we're together. And together as one, we can conquer. We can can conquer our, you know, our enemies. We can conquer all of these negative things things that they say about the Assyrian nation. Like we can conquer anything, but we need to be together. So that was that. That's an amazing message. Yeah. How do you come up with most of the funding for music videos besides selling your car? How do I come up? <laughs> it is usually from my own my own pocket, but mm-hmm. I also I, I believe in courtesy. I believe in helping people out. And again, this is why I build this community with multicultural, like different cultures. Mm-hmm. I believe that sometimes you have to go out and help people. Not, don't, don't just stick to your own bubble and your own yep. ideas and your own concepts. You need to go out there. You need to, and this is the other thing. This is why I love so many Assyrian people in the diaspora, like, you know, Sumer in Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, because we get out of this bubble and we go and explore different cultures and we go and connect with different cultures and help people out and sometimes when we have our own projects they're like hey we're gonna come and help you out as well we're gonna come and you know support you mm-hmm. and and one person i, I really want to make a uh, mention um is his name was vana siang mm-hmm. he was the director of my music videos him and i have my first cousin carlos which is also uh, beneficial to me that i have mm-hmm. family members that work in the industry yeah, of course um uh, but vana siang was someone who believed in me he's uh, an Australian with uh, uh, Cambodian ethnicity and he grew up with us he grew up with Assyrians mm-hmm. he was one of the people that inspired me to to make music for my community as well he saw he saw something in me that not many people did and he believed in me and he would help me 
with my music videos. He would direct them and shoot them and edit them mm -hmm. free of charge because he said to me, I believe in the same thing that you believe in. Mm -hmm. He believes in human like humanity. He believes in even the Assyrian people. He believed in us. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I'm so adamant about. Like we need to go and convince other people. Nakhraye who we are and to come yeah. and help us, to come and help our cause. It's one thing we keep it within our community. Mm -hmm. We can always keep it within our community. And Assyrians are always going to be patriotic and say, yeah. as I will to my last breath. But it's people out there as well that we need to connect with. People like Vana Siang who would help me direct mm -hmm. and shoot my video clips and not spend one cent because he believed in Assyrian people as well. And the Khraya mm -hmm. went out of his way. Wow. So, yeah. I know it's been very emotional. No, no, that's I'm okay. sorry. That's I'm pouring right. my heart out. <laughs> that's all right. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. And like you said, that's all we need. One person to believe in us to right? make your dreams come true. And he was a genius. Like he, the things he was doing, he was, and he was working on, you know, national TV programs and directing, you know, documentaries around the world. But he passed away. Oh, um, God yeah. rest his soul. Thank you. Three months ago. So it was pretty tough for me because he was like my brother, my mentor, my mm. best friend. And he was also best friends with my cousin and my family. So yeah. he was practically family. Yeah. On a lighter note, like we'd always, you know, joke around and he'd even speak Assyrian. He's like, hello, Dachid, you know, in his Asian accent, <laughs> yeah, but he'd yeah, speak yeah. Assyrian. So I think that's amazing when we can connect with people around the world and they, they embrace our culture. Absolutely. Can I tell you one more story as well? Yes, that was pretty please. cool. Um, Okay, so Assyrian New Year, there was, um, you see this uh, young African girl in, in humanity. She's the mm -hmm. one with the, the yes, afro yes. and the beautiful yellow dress. She's from Ethiopia. Anyway, she was adopted by an Austra Australian parents. Uh -huh. Her story is amazing. And she's, she's she was on Little Big Shots, you know, the TV show, TV Little show, Big yeah. Shots. Yeah. Uh, she was the uh, she was on a, uh, in Australia. And... We connected so much, myself and her family. And her parents, when they came to the Assyrian New Year, they just fell in love with the Assyrian people. And they even uh, took home a Assyrian flag. And until today, she always tells me, I've got that Assyrian flag in my house. And I'm like, how amazing. Like, this is an Australian family with adopted Ethiopian yeah. and, and Colombian kids. And they've got an Assyrian flag in their house. Wow. Isn't that amazing? That's awesome. Well, it's people like you that are spreading the message about Assyrians and who we are and inviting them to, to, to our events and things like that. That's what we need to do. I, that's exactly. I just, I just, that's what I believe we need to do. Mm -hmm. I've seen your music videos on, on YouTube and there is a lot of intense choreography. Oh, yeah. A lot. Intense, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you come up with the moves? How is it coordinating all those people in your performances? Because it's not just one or two people dancing around. Yeah, no. Okay, so I produce the music videos. But in terms of choreography, some, I've done it sometimes, but it's so hard trying to choreograph, trying to sing, trying to perform, trying to, hey, make sure the food is there. Make sure this person's there. Makeup, hair, blah, blah, blah. Uh -huh. I just get crazy, yeah. right? So choreography, you really need to be, especially when you're dealing with professional dancers like that. Mm -hmm. So I make sure I get um, people to help me out with choreography. So mm -hmm. there's two main choreographers, Karen Su and Daryl, we call him Demo. They're my two main choreographers and they help me with the chore and, mm -hmm. and making sure I'm in line with everyone because yeah. I have to really level up to all those other dancers, you know. I'm, <laughs> I'm working nine to five, you know, at a mm -hmm. uh, office job and then at night time I put on my like Batman cape and hat and i'll be like okay bring on the moves that has become this superhero artist that dances 
like you guys do. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of your daytime job, what do you do? Okay, so I'm a set designer. I design stages, exhibitions, sets. One of which, uh, oh, well, you can see my shirt that I'm wearing at the moment. It's Gold, a Gold Coast, Coast 2018. Commonwealth Games. Wow. So I was yeah working on that set and also the Asian Summit. So I was one of the lead designers. No, I was the lead designer for the Asian Summit. That's like a G, have you heard of the G20 where all the like presidents and prime yes, ministers yes, of yes. the world come together. They congregate and they speak about worldly issues. So we had one called the Asian Summit at the International Convention Center in the city. I designed the whole planetary area. Wow. Yeah, I got to sit in the Prime Minister's chair as well. <laughs> After the whole thing was finished, it was like all the stress, all the long hours. And I sat in the Prime Minister's chair. Did you get to pass any laws? Uh, in my head, yeah, I did. <laughs> the first law, Assyrians um, demand their land back, so we're going to go and give them their land back. <laughs> that was the first That's law. That's a great first law. <laughs> right? Do you have any other new music projects coming up? I have so many projects coming up next year. I've got about, I've written about, um, I think, eight new songs at the moment. Eight. Wow. Um, we're trying to or planning to create five more music videos next year but like with my contract with the show and mm -hmm. channel seven i have to wait about three months till the show, the finishes, show finishes and then i can start working and releasing new material mm -hmm. but I've, I've got eight songs there is one song i'm gonna tell you it's a remake of a iconic assyrian song the artist gave me permission to remake it and it's like half english half assyrian and i'm just i'm in love with it i oh, can't wow. wait the music video is going to be next level it's going to be again cgi it's going to pay tribute to our culture in a different way mm -hmm. they spoke about it briefly on a and b and they showed an image of me wearing ancient assyrian an ancient assyrian warriors attire mm -hmm. clothing fingers crossed you know we're gonna make this a special one can I you think give us a hint about the song or yeah, yeah? Um, <laughs> see if we can guess there's a lot of Assyrian songs out there so this is one of the most iconic ones really? yeah uh, think about Assyrian New Year what song gets played at Assyrian New Year I'm gonna sing the melody and then uh, that's it okay because okay. I'm gonna leave it as a Go. surprise Da -na 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 -na. Okay. <laughs> That's it. You probably know which one it is. I got it. it. Okay? This is the first. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's really awesome. Yeah, so we're working on it. Um, the artist has heard the song. He he likes it. So I just, because I've been so busy this whole year, I haven't been able to continue, you know, with, with the concept for the music video mm -hmm. and, and shooting it. But it's in the it's in the pipe works. That's going to happen next year. Plus the other the other music videos. And then the big announcement in LA, Hollywood, next mm -hmm. year in July. So I'm going to make that announcement awesome. soon. And then there's also a feature film in, in the works a as well. A film too? Yes. And this is, okay, oh it went my from. Gosh, Ramos, yeah, you are. <laughs> it went from, it went like glory to God, like everything. Absolutely. Thank, praise God for everything. Uh, my blessings and, you know, my health as well. I just. I'm praying that I stay healthy so I can continue these because I've had a bit of uh, some health scares over the years. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, this 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 feature film initially got pitched to Hollywood and there's certain people from Hollywood that we've spoken to again under contracts. I can't like yeah. privacy contracts. I can't say anything. Yeah, of course. Under confidentiality, I can't mm -hmm. say anything. But it's it's gonna happen. We got the um, contract signed from certain companies in in America mm. and in Canada as well so we could be wow. possibly shooting this in canada and in australia initially it was pitched like i said to to hollywood mm. but it's just changing 
directions. Mm. It's a movie about fighting, mixed martial arts. Mm, okay, cool. And it's something that I love because I do kickboxing nice. and boxing every week. So it's all about the fighting spirit. That's all I can reveal at the moment. Yeah. And um, for me, the fighting spirit is so important because we all have a fight in us, right? Absolutely. We all have We all have stories. We all have a journey that we're on. And I just you know, pray to God that I can work on this because I'm really close to the producer and I've asked her as well, I want to be on that soundtrack because I'm thinking Golden Globes, Oscars, I'm yeah. like a, I want to be able to to do a song for a feature film. I'm dreaming big, you yeah, know, like you everyone starts big. everyone starts from somewhere, but you know, like Assyrians, why not? Why can't we? Why can't we? And I, and I I pose that question every time. If they can do it, why can't we? If African Americans who were oppressed and suppressed in America to and and they and they rose above it all and why can't Assyrians do it? Why can't we? We can, and exactly. we will. And we will, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I like you. You're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> any advice that you'd like to give any aspiring artists out there? Absolutely. First of all, dare to dream, and dare to dream big. Mm. Don't get disheartened, because I know in our community, sometimes we don't, we don't give so much time. Mm. We don't give so much time to music and the entertainment scene. We don't. And I think as a, as a message to other other Assyrians who want to get into the the music industry, go for it. There is nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with being a musician. There is nothing wrong with being a singer, a performer, an entertainer. Mm-hmm. In fact, some of the most inspiring people in the world are, are artists. Mm-hmm. They have the biggest following. Yeah, you've got sports athletes as well, which is all right. Your soccer players and yeah. that, which is totally cool. You've also got your like your Beyonce's, your Michael Jackson's, your Janet Jackson's, your, you know, just legendary people who, if they say a message, if they convey a message, hey, the whole world is following them and going to follow that message. So go for it. Mm -hmm. Your family members might dishearten you. Your friends will say, like, you know how many friends I've had say to me, oh, soda, you're doing another music video. Soda. And they say this word, it's like, oh, my God, stop. Like, I am following my dreams, and I'm telling you guys, follow your dreams. Follow them and go hard. Don't let anyone dishearten you. Just keep going. Um, keep working hard, and your efforts will will really, you know, pave the path for the next generation. So even if you don't get there at the end, but don't have that mentality. Say mm-hmm. you're going to get there. You're still paving the way, because there's going to be an, a new generation of aspiring mm-hmm. Assyrian artists exactly. that are going to, you know, rise from, you know, and and just conquer all. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> So I know you mentioned that you're going to work on an Assyrian song, but do you have any plans on either writing an Assyrian song or singing an Assyrian song in the future? I've written Assyrian songs. You've written Assyrian I, yeah, songs? Yeah, I've, I've written about six Assyrian songs, but the thing is, I'm not confident with my Assyrian. Really? <laughs> yeah, like, I can speak Assyrian, I can speak yeah. and write, uh, and, I, and I sang, I was part of the um, choir for mm-hmm. Naruto. Oh wow! Yes, I was right smack bang in the in the middle, you know, singing you know, and all the amazing songs there. Um, but I think I, I just need to train myself a bit more mm-hmm. before I release any Assyrian songs. Yeah. Not that I have any um, doubts and uh, anything like that, but I just I when I release things, I want them to be best. Of course. Mm. Because we have a lot of ch and difficult. We do, don't we? And the uh, and the uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's the funny Assyrian noises. Yeah. And I'm trying to teach my friends how to say it. How? No. They'll never get it. No. <laughs> We're gifted. Yeah. What's your favorite Assyrian dish? song? Dish? Oh, song. Dish. That's been uh, done before. But you has... can tell me your dish. <laughs> Mine is easy. Mine is biryani. Biryani. Yeah, okay. Biryani is very easy yeah. for me. I, as soon as you as soon as you cook so, that biryani, I'm... You're coming right over. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Favorite songs I love Khamratika is uh, by oh, Linda George. Yeah. Like Linda George is is not just I a friend. Linda. Yeah, she's not just friend. She's she's a family. She's family. Sorry, she's mm-hmm. a family member. Like my sister, myself are so close to her. And you know what I love about her? She's always supported me mm-hmm. from day one. And there was nothing that like I didn't have to do anything mm-hmm. for her. There was no you know there was no. It's not like it was a favor. She was returning a favor. She supported me from day one until this day. Like I'm so grateful to have her friendship to have her support because mm-hmm. she's amazing i love 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 linda george and she and was singing in naruto she was yeah so and she you know when we were rehearsing she made a, a shout out to me that's i'm just like i love you yeah. so amazing <laughs> so if you're hearing this linda you're the best <laughs> yeah so linda um, um when she sings barwar oh my oh god. my god i cry every time because my mom is barwar nata that's why so yeah. it's like um and some of those songs that we sang at naruto like mm-hmm. was just amazing like i ended up just falling in love with these songs you know you have your your party songs that i love yep. i think the the iconic linda joy the songs. old school yeah, song definitely. you gotta love those mm-hmm. ramos it's been a pleasure thank if you there's any final words you'd like to <laughs> Final words is just like, be proud of who you are, your ethnicity. Don't have any... One thing we, have, we, we do is we seem to like have doubts and and we don't do anything like full-heartedly. Like just go in. Like our ancestors 100%. were warriors. Our ancestors were kings and queens, but that's in our blood still. Mm-hmm. So just rekindle that and just go out there and conquer all. 